I'm going to do that again. <laughs> just start again. Yeah, just, just do that again. Hello and welcome to the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is Chip Thompson and I'm joined as always by Mr. MC. That would be me. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. A bit tired. Mm. Final Fantasy VII Remake came out last weekend, so... Mm. You haven't really been <sighs> doing tired, my job. But you have ruined it for me with your Tifa voice. Yes. Yeah, I cannot see that woman on screen uh, looking how she looks, but not hear her voice. <laughs> You mean the very sexy, <laughs> sultry voice that I provided. Anyway, this isn't the Final Fantasy VII Remake podcast, so that is to come, believe me. <laughs> this is how I ripped off Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's episode 21, MC. Mm-hmm. It's Evan, Evangeline, Evangeline, Evangelina, that's what we're going to go with. Good. Evangelina, episode 21 of season three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What happened last week? Well, the uh, showdown with the Irish Mormon vampire, <laughs> Ryan Spring. Uh, use his real name, please. Uh, Fiddly McDoodly? O'Doodly. Oh, O'Doodly. Scottish. Yes, very true. How racist of me to say such a thing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there was the uh, the showdown between uh, MC and Chip and Ryan. A long one. A long, a lengthy one indeed. They um, killed a bunch of vampire kids. Um, Ryan was upset about that. Mm-hmm. They were his vampire children. Um, we found out that Ryan lost his family, his real family, his biological, human, living, breathing family, as a result of the one which... Yeah, there was a plot twist. Yeah, which Chip took about as well as <laughs> one would expect. Um, well. There was a, a lengthy conversation where Ryan may or may not have been slowly uh, being set on fire by the sun. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was, yeah, those are the main main things, really. And kind of looking back through this season as well, so Shin Khan is still gone. Yeah. No sign of him coming back. Karato yeah. is up to things. Shenanigans? Yep. <laughs> Hirato Nigans. <laughs> and uh, the episode ended uh, the, the cliffhanger, mm. which you forgot to mention. I did. Speaking of Tifa Lockhart. I think I blocked it out because I don't <laughs> like it. You're going to be a daddy. Oh, a daddy? No. What's... <laughs> what? It sounds like a singer. You're going to be a daddy. A daddy. The famous With a new hit single. <laughs> I don't You're want a fucking dad. kids. Yeah. <laughs> Tifa had a pregnancy test at the end of the last episode. Yeah. She's up the duff. Yeah. Presumably because of you. Well, I don't know, maybe MC's ninja sperm fight through <laughs> condoms and birth control. Oh. Maybe Tifa thought they were uh, wanting after pills, but it was actually like Flintstones chewable vitamins <laughs> or something. Well, let's find out, because we also need to find out what the hell Evangelina is all about, MC. Yes. So here it is. This is Evangelina, part one. Previously on Tamara Gason. Tifa, Jay, Louise, Shinokan, MC and Chip. You all have something to worry about because the Tokyo police force are not quite what they seem. Good night. The phone clicked as Chief Inspector Harato hung up. Shinokan recognised it when he saw the urn more clearly, but it wasn't in time. As he started to shout out to MC, the samurais removed the urn's lid and the slowdown started. The gang scanned the lobby. It was true. Shinno Khan was nowhere to be seen. Chip's body hit the floor as Ryan exploded to dust. He stayed there, trying to comprehend what was happening. Dozens of kids had just died because last year he let a hell demon loose on the world. He hadn't really thought too much about the lives destroyed because of him. But he felt guilt and remorse for what he had done, but Chip had never been close up and personal with those lives affected. Chip had dumped the car about a mile away and had decided to walk. He didn't know where he was going, but Chip knew he was tired. Tired from the thoughts in his head, the guilt ravaging his body, and from life. 
He came to an alley and found an old blanket that had probably belonged to a hobo at one point. He draped it over his body and kept on walking, letting the tears slip from his eyes and onto the blanket. Looking at her old photos helped calm her down in situations like this. It was reassuring that she has at least accomplished something in her life. Tifa checked the pregnancy test again <gasps> to double check the result. The back streets of Tokyo's red light district weren't so much red light as any light. What? Well, well, we've started as we mean to go on in this episode, haven't we? The back streets of Tokyo's red light district weren't so much red light as any light. Like any colour of light. Not just red lights, but like green lights, blue lights. Oh, okay. Light, pink lights. It's still weird, though. Yes. It's still weird. I'm not okay with this. Great. I quite like it. I think it's good. You've just, because I'm to like my 15-year-old writing, that's all. <laughs> You've been indoctrinated into it. <laughs> oh, God, I've been, I have been brainwashed, haven't I? Oh, my God. All you can read now is my stuff from when I was a teenager and oh. Tom Clancy, and that's it. <laughs> I mean, yours is better written than Tom Clancy. <laughs> Each lamppost had a light that flickered or that didn't work at all. The neon lights from the numerous massage parlours and whorehouses bathed the roads and pavement in funky multiple colours. Whorehouses? It's a lovely turn of phrase, isn't it? But when you knew what lived in this world, underneath the radar of any normal human being, any street this late at night posed a threat. She knew this. Beyond the peep shows and cheap strip clubs was a maze of back alleys and side streets. These were even darker than the main roads and added with the two men that were following her, it wasn't safe. Too many of these episodes start with a woman being chased down a dark alley by men. For my liking. <laughs> Just uh, that was my go-to thing, I think. But another cold opening, we do this quite a lot now in season three. It's Just true, like, it's true. Well, who's this? What's going on? Mm-hmm. I reckon it's going to be Tifa. No, no, it's going to be even Jalili Nunu. Yeah, it, m- uh, it might be. Hey, baby, where are you going? One of them called out in Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honey, we just want to play for a while. The other added in perfect Japanese as well. Exactly. She removed her brown hood from her head and looked back at them. The men saw her beauty underneath the long black coat, brown hoodie, grey slack trousers and black boots. She had long blonde hair with dashes of brown in it. Her deep blue eyes were like wells of light, showing the thoughts and memories of someone a lot older. God, I was a wanker, wasn't I, back then? Jesus. I feel that this is a comment on how like women are catcalled regardless of how they're, they're dressed, though. <laughs> no, this you're, is... you're trying to be really kind of, you know... No, aware and... <laughs> I don't think that's the case. <laughs> I think this is that thing that a lot of male authors did or do, whereas we're like, oh my God, she was so beautiful. Like, you totally want to sleep with her. Yeah. Oh, she looked a bit rough around the edges, maybe a bit <laughs> poor, but she'd love her. Most of the girls they cornered, mugged and raped oh, in this we area go. were either lost tourists, prostitutes or she-males. Oh my God. Uh... Of all the things to date it, this has dated oh. it the most. Thank fuck there has, though. I mean, imagine if I'd wrote this last week. <laughs> Oh. Okay, just got, we've just got to push through. This push is what through, we do. Okay. They didn't care, as long as they got some and made some cash too. I don't like these people. I don't like me. <laughs> I, I thought they were meant to be sympathetic <laughs> characters. You warmed to instantly. She tilted her head to the side. A security light turned on as she continued to back up. It revealed her face to be even more magnificent than the two men had realised before. Sure, that was the word they used as well. Like, oh, look at her. She's magnificent. Well, I've never raped a beauty like this before. She's majestic. <laughs> Dude, don't. She started to say in a meek and yet strong voice. Uh-huh. 
Oh, what's wrong? The first guy said. Look, baby, you don't struggle and you don't get hurt much. Me and my partner don't like sloppy seconds, so we do our thing together. The whole time they're like, this isn't gay, right? (laughs) Look how magnificent she is. (laughs) Get your balls out of the way. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I'm doing my best to make these guys as horrible as possible. It's just not okay. I didn't understand any of this stuff back then. Yeah. She straightened her head and glared at them, showing no emotion. The sense of no fear coming off her intimidated the men. It didn't help when she slipped into some martial arts position, raising her right head. What? (laughs) (laughs) Is her left head or her right head more magnificent? That is, I think that's my favourite typo of it's the entire so thing. It didn't help when she slipped into some martial arts position, raising her right head. Not even moving it to the side, she raised her right head. Like it came it out of her back. It extends out. It's like a telescoping <laughs> head so she can see other crowds and stuff. <laughs> oh, dear. The, left, the right, right one raises and lowers. The left one is detachable. Has she got a little like thing on the side of her that's like It didn't help when she slipped into some martial arts position, raising her right head and arching back whilst her left foot, eased foot, knee bent. Oh god the worst fucking martial arts instructor. Okay, right raise your right head and put your left foot, eased foot, knee bent. Oh, I'm imagining something out of, like, The Thing or something right now. <laughs> so she's got two heads and two feet? Uh, or two knees on her left? Wow, this is the most hideous, cre- most magnificent, hideous creature we've ever come up with. <laughs> the first guy reached into his pocket and pulled out a flick knife. Maybe she likes it rough. He joked with his pal. The pair started to laugh. I mean, I'd be running away terrified at this point, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. The pair started to laugh. They walked towards her. She didn't flinch once as they got closer and closer. Even when they were less than an inch away from her, she remained still. <laughs> really, really close. <laughs> but which head are they closest to right now? <laughs> the second put his face close to hers, then slapped it. She fell to the ground. I don't know, man. She's kind of freaking me out. So? The first guy replied. Oh, I think she's kind of cute. Now hold her down. As he leaned over her, she broke into an uncontrollable fit of tears. Is she crying out of all four of her eyes? I mean, I, I'm still quite uncomfortable by this uh, imagery right now. But anyway, at least we can focus on the, the two heads, the yeah. typo that saved <laughs> saved your sanity. I think. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. She cried. Sure thing. The thug picked her up and grabbed her arms, wrenching them behind her and holding her still. His partner raised the knife to her face. But which one? Which face? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant which guy, but yeah, it's a point. <laughs> we always leave a scar on our girls, so we don't hit the same bitch twice. We don't want to get back what we already got. Any preferences to where you want it? Yeah, we get it, 15-year-old me. They were evil and shitbags. We get it. Uh, she smiled as she slipped to the right, quicker than anything human could move. She got out of the guy's grip and spun around. He fell forward onto his friend's knife. It sliced into his throat. Yay. It went deep into his vocal cords, which meant that despite the pints of blood he was losing, he couldn't scream. 
The first thug let go of the knife and his body fell to the floor and started to twitch. He started at the girl with wide eyes and started to run in the opposite direction. He turned the corner of the alley and nearly made it back onto the main road when she appeared in front of him. Ow! How did you do that? His voice quivered with the ungodly terror inside of him. He had caused so much pain in his life, but he had never been on the receiving end of it. I'm sorry, she said again as she looked at him. No, wait. You are not sorry for this. I feel no more remorse for this next crime. <laughs> Is she a robot? <laughs> I don't know. She seemed to be talking to someone else. Is it the other head? <laughs> the woman lifted her hood back over her head and punched the man in his midsection. Her fist went straight through him. He fell to the floor in a crumpled mess. I wonder Mm -hmm. if she's here to seek revenge on Chip. Ooh, for... I mean... What for? For heroically sacrificing himself? Why would you want to revenge that? (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of come out of the opening spiel now, so we have to get it in later in the episode. Right, sure. Do we think this is Evangelina? Yeah... I reckon. I mean, uh, really obvious, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 Ooh. <laughs> so, <laughs> How'd you predict that? <laughs> so she's clearly some sort of supernatural thing or got some sort of power or mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. I guess having two heads is better than one. <laughs> Need a hand with that? Jay asked. He was standing by the kitchen door watching Louise trying to pour the kettle. The bandage on her right hand was making it awkward. Uh, she's no longer ninja, is she? So what happened to her hand again? She, I think, in the last episode, we did a little snapshot where we checked in with all the characters, mm. and she was on a punch bag and she hit uh, it, and I think she hurt her hand when right, she went obviously right. too hard on it. Stop being so nice and helpful, she replied. It doesn't suit you. Actually, I wanted a coffee too. Jay said as he took the kettle off her. I don't know how MC used to do it. This is only temporary, she said, showing Jay her bandage hand. But MC went a long time with only one hand. I guess it makes it easier now he's got two again. Everyone's got two appendages in this episode, haven't they? <laughs> two hands, two hands. <laughs> Speaking of hands, have we heard from Chip lately? What, Jay? <laughs> what? <laughs> that is, as uh, far as Leap goes, you know, in yeah, terms of changing the subject. Hands. Because he's also got hands. All hands on deck. Shit, they were right on a ship. Man. Boats, chips on a boat. Chips, fish and chips. <laughs> there we go. Boats. We've done it. Well yeah. done. Not since MC and he killed that vampire and his kids. <laughs> Out of context. <laughs> That's an interesting sentence. I wonder if he's evil again. We all know what happened the last time he disappeared for a while. Jay said as he tipped sugar into his coffee. I love how Chip being evil is literally just an on and off switch. <laughs> like, oh, what's he on today? Oh, he's on, he's evil again today. Better watch out. You check the, the evil forecast. <laughs> Slight showers of evil. <laughs> That's the least of our problems, Tifa said as she entered the kitchen. Morning, Louise replied. Are you okay? You don't look so good. I love this next line. Oh me, I'm mine. (laughs) (laughs) My God, what happened to me when I wrote this? Oh me, I'm mine. Well, it is Tifa, so it makes sense. Yeah, true. Oh me, I'm mine. Just feeling a little sick is all. Anyway... I'm more worried about MC. Mm, a bit of morning sickness coming yeah. in there. Mm, I wonder why she hasn't told him yet. Because it's obviously been a few days since they, um, I mean, the is, last episode. Yeah, but I guess there's been distractions. I'm not sure when the best time to say it is. And Shinnegan's yeah. just died. And Maybe Tifa knows how you feel about kids. Yeah. 
You mean the way he's been spending all night out on the streets, trying to find any evil he can, and then coming home and sleeping all day? Louis said, knowing what Tifa meant. Okay, well that might be why. Yeah, that could be why as well. He's just not around. Deadbeat dad. <laughs> Maybe MC's going evil. <laughs> that would be a twist. Just to get the full set of evil ninjas. <laughs> MC finds out Tifa's pregnant, stabs her, <laughs> and runs away. Well, a lot's happened. Jay added. First Shin Khan is gone, then so is Chip, who may be evil again, and might be about to try and kill us all again. If that's the case, you'd think MC wouldn't be leaving all the time. <laughs> Everyone unguarded. Yeah. Add that to the police, Harato and the SWAT attacking us at any given moment. Things aren't all that great at the moment. <laughs> Louise stirred her coffee as she spoke. This is kind of like real exposition going on here isn't it it's like oh if you wondered if you missed the previously at the start of the episode here's everything that's going on so far i guess he doesn't need any more distractions in the moment then <gasps> tifa said oh there we go yeah. you know it's rude to talk about people behind their back mc said as he joined the gang in the kitchen but you guys are right about one thing we do need to find chip oh interesting i wonder if he's worried about chip going evil as well mm. or does he want to bring him back to the fold because mc's kind of well obviously clearly he's been out you know looking for evil to fight because that's how he deals with his emotions rather yeah. than talking about them yeah um so it's interesting that he wants to find chip i wonder what he wants him for well i mean in the last one he did sort of quasi accuse or put forward the theory that maybe chip's evil yeah. to chip yeah yeah so, so maybe that's why maybe he feels like if they find chip they'll get answers yeah Stale bread wasn't very nice to eat. Chip always remembered the way his nan would say that green spots on bread was just added potassium. Wasn't that a thing that I think was a, actually a thing? I, I think that's actually a thing. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. And, like, no. No. <laughs> Tony <eat> Mould. <laughs> yeah. But that was all that was outside the baker's shop. Next to the candlestick maker. <laughs> <laughs> He'd been living rough on the streets for about a week now, although he wasn't sure exactly how many days had gone by. A bit like us in lockdown. <laughs> I wonder if we've got a hobo blanket we can cry into. <laughs> He'd been sharing alleys, abandoned buildings, hostels and cardboard boxes with people who'd have been on the streets for years. Share a cardboard box, a big cardboard box, right? It's got to be like a big fridge freezer or something. Exactly, you know? yeah, yeah. At first, Chip had distanced himself from the others. But one day he sat down with a hobo and listened to his entire life story. A heart-wrenching tale about his wife and family, an operation that went wrong, and a lawsuit. I'm trying to work out if that's a reference to something. Is that? I don't know. I'm wondering if I've, like... I mean, it makes sense you would have ripped it, ripped it yeah. off. Yeah. Well, it might be, yeah, like some sort of pop culture reference or something. Do we know anyone that had a heart-wrenching tale about his wife and family, an operation that went wrong in a lawsuit? Tons. <laughs> Everyone we know. <laughs> Chip spoke to a few more people about why they were homeless, about their lives, ETC. You just say etc. No, but I've written ETC. Yeah, that's short for etc. No, but I didn't write etc. Okay. He listened, made mental notes about how people had suffered and showed them compassion. Oh, he's a nice guy, isn't he? He's a nice guy. Share with his box. Read the next line. (laughs) What a bunch of whiners. (laughs) Tory chip. (laughs) If they do want to be homeless, they just need to pull themselves up by their bootstraps like I did when I inherited my parents' multi-million pound business. Well, that that swings it, doesn't it? He is evil. He's a Tory, so he's evil. (laughs) 
or a bunch of whiners. He thought to himself as he sat outside the baker's shop, eating his stale bread and hugging his stained blanket close to keep out the cold. These people keep moaning about the world, and yet, what do they do about it? All right, mate. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Jesus. I like how he hasn't learned compassion at all, no. or empathy. What was, what was that line for? Like, did I stop writing when I said, show them compassion, come back the next day and, like, been accosted by, like, a homeless man? <laughs> like, fuck these guys. Jesus. It angered Chip. He had known suffering. Aww. He had spent an eternity in hell. It was a lifetime, <laughs> not an eternity. There's a big difference. He had spent an eternity. I bet it was like an hour. And he just keeps inflating it. Oh, I remember when I spent a day in hell. Oh, I remember when I spent a week in hell. A month in hell. <laughs> Do you remember that time I stubbed my toe? And these homeless people think they can just get stuff for free? <laughs> Jesus. He had spent an eternity in hell. And then he was torn out of there and brought back to the real world where the real pain and torment started. <laughs> oh, this is hideous. Like, isn't that bad then, right? <laughs> well, I guess... I don't know, maybe for Chip. But he couldn't complain. He didn't deserve any better, and he knew it. Seeing the way he had destroyed lives finally opened his eyes to that. His, his mind is... Like, is this supposed to be an attempt at Chip's like fractured mind where he's all like, he's being selfish here, and he's like, oh, so these guys and their homelessness, they don't know what I've been through. But then being like, oh, no, but I'll, I'll show the compassion, and I've, I've done way worse. And Or is it just very badly written? Yes. <laughs> It's either one of those. <laughs> I honestly don't know. It's on my... Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know, Chip. You Just, wrote it. <laughs> yeah, but it was 18 years ago. Please forgive me. <laughs> Chip's thoughts were interrupted as he bumped into a woman. He thought about saying sorry, but it wouldn't mean anything. A simple apology for something that didn't matter wouldn't serve any purpose in a large scale of things. He went to walk on, but the woman stayed in front of him. Before Chip could move her out of the way... She threw him back. He sailed around 20 feet before hitting a brick wall hard. The two other hobos in the back street ran as Chip slumped to the floor. He thought he recognised the woman as she removed her brown hood. Oh my god. Who could that be? Maybe it's Evangelina MC, the titled character of this episode. Oh yeah, maybe. Oh, do you think she was the woman from the opening scene? <gasps> wow. Oh my god, it all makes sense now. <laughs> But hey, you said she was going to go after Chip. Yeah. Yeah, good call. Yeah. Also, I like how there were two homeless people in the street and this Chip got hurt. They were like, well, fuck this guy. Yeah, yeah we're not helping him. Jesus. Well, he did. She did throw him 20 feet into a wall. <laughs> yeah, but he's been like a complete dickhead to them. Exactly. So why would they help him? Like, yeah, of course they ran. The conversation in the mansion had been brief and pleasant. The usual please and thank yous as no one wanted to say the wrong thing. The usual please and thank yous, as no one wanted to say the wrong thing. The, I, the usual please and thank yous, like they're not, like, at waiter school. <laughs> what is going on? The phone rang. I'll get it. MC said. He has spent most of his days so far reading the file they had on Hirato and the police force. MC felt like they were missing something, but he couldn't put his finger on it. The phone call came as a welcome and distracting distraction. <laughs> What's your favourite kind of distraction? <laughs> Hello? Good morning, the voice replied. Right, can I help you? There was a pause. Um, this is Dom, the antique shop owner, which is how he identifies himself, apparently. <laughs> also wizard magician. <laughs> um, this is Dom, the antique shop owner. I helped you out a little while ago, told you about the vampire siren children. How did that pan out, by the way? Another pause. MC isn't very... <laughs> 
After after they're saying about how the conversation being brief and pleasant yeah. and polite. Like he knows Dobby. He's met him a few times now. Yeah. So, can I help you? MC said again. <laughs> um, yes. Can you meet me at my shop? I need to talk to you. On my way. MC put the phone down and informed the others of where he was going. This is such a weird episode. It's confusing, isn't it? It's like... What, is is Chip a Tory or not? Like, is <laughs> Evangelina the woman from the opening scene or not? We just don't know. And now MC had this really... Are they being polite or not? <laughs> now this really weird interaction with Dom, who's an established character. Yeah. Is mm. it, are you trying to say that, like, MC just isn't having any superfluous conversation whatsoever? He's just... But he was minding his please and thank yous. But he's still... Polite. We established this in the opening bit. Everyone's speaking very politely. They're saying please and thank you, at least. This is a strange one today. Maybe we should back you up, Jay suggested. After all, last time we went to his shop, it was being robbed. No, you guys stay here in case anything shows up. When MC was gone, Jay turned to Louise and Tifa. What does he expect will turn up? Does he think Chip or Horato were just walking through that door? Jay thought for a second. They won't, will they? Yes. <laughs> yeah. This happened several times before. How have they not got like shutters on the windows? Yeah. One of those doors that you need to like put a code in to open it. A machine it. gun. Yeah. <laughs> Doubtful. Louise replied. MC's just a bit disconnected lately. Does that explain his attitude towards Dom? I guess maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll forgive that. Yeah. How? Jay asked. He's been out every night fighting evil and stuff. I meant from us. Besides, I don't really feel up to a scrap today. Me neither, added Tifa. You still feeling ill? Tifa nodded, and Louise. <laughs> God. It does feel like a while since we've had an episode with all these grammatical errors and just weird typos and stuff. Mm. Like It's almost it's nice to nostalgic be to be back yeah. here. <laughs> oh, it's like season one. <laughs> Tifa nodded, and Louise. Yeah. Think I might go upstairs for a lie down. I wonder why she needs a lie down, MC. Mm. Feeling a bit under the weather, is she? Feeling a bit poorly? Yeah, a bit of morning sickness. Uh, other symptoms of pregnancy? Um, Child, baby? Yeah. <laughs> Lactating. <laughs> Jay would probably notice that. The usual calmness of the antique shop was being disturbed by the hustle and bustle of three workmen fitting a new window. Oh, yeah, because the last time the gang was there, they threw a robber through it and they... someone got his head shot off. Oh, yeah. I wonder what Dom did with the body. <laughs> Don't worry. Dom said as MC stepped into the shop, I'm not going to bill you for the window. Apparently, a robber being thrown through it is covered by my insurance. Robber through window in- insurance. <laughs> a necessary thing for the antique shop owner in, in Tokyo. <laughs> Blown out robber's brains on the wall is also covered. Probably a good idea. I haven't had many paying cases lately. Just the kind that involves a shop owner telling us about vampires. Yes, did you get it done? Dom asked as he stepped behind the counter. He's dead, and so are the children. But that's not what you meant, was it? Dom didn't say anything. How did you know that Vampire Ryan had his family killed by the one? The demon that Chip raised. Ooh, Mm. Dom being a bit nefarious here. Mm. See these? Dom showed MC several white scars on his hands. Your friend Chip... I mean, there's no there's no speech marks here, so I'm just going to read it as if it was part of the text. <laughs> Your friend Chip did this as he searched for the ritual of how to raise the demon. I've been keeping tabs on him and that demon for some time. I guess I felt partly responsible for it being here. And then there is some speech marks. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
All that stuff about you having sources isn't true? Oh, it is. Just different kind of sources. Anyway, the reason I called you here is one of my sources discovered two bodies in an alley this morning. Wait, so what's so uh Dom's been keeping tabs on Chip and the one for some time. And somehow Oh, so he's feeling a bit of guilt. Yeah. Uh that Ryan ended up who he was. I think he's feeling guilt about the one because Chip found stuff out about yeah. the one via Dom. Still I think. doesn't explain how he found out about Ryan. I guess just the sources. But like, yeah, he, I guess he'd been keeping tabs on stuff related to the one and somehow found out it's about... It's a very loose thread, isn't it? A little bit. <laughs> oh, it is. Just different kinds of sources. Anyway, the reason I called you here is one of my sources discovered two bodies in an alley this morning. This source reliable? MC asked. I'd say so. I found those bodies. You can use that all the time now. <laughs> well, I found those bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Have you phoned the police? I'm going to guess that they're a little busy right now, what with being your mortal enemies. You have been doing your homework. MC was a little suspicious, but he decided to play along for now. What say we go and look at these bodies? So Dom's definitely getting more involved in with what's happening with the, the gang he and is, everything. He is, definitely. Hmm, I wonder if he's got some sort of end game in mind. Perhaps he was evil all along. Just going to assume everyone in this is evil at some point. Are you just trying to spread uh, tension away from evil Chip? <laughs> Everyone's evil. They all hate the homeless. <laughs> Definitely not vampires or zombies. MC said as he looked at the wounds on the second body. They'd already looked at the first body at the other end of the alley. Nor do they resemble any demon I am familiar with, Dom replied. It's not exactly a nice part of town. Maybe it's the handiwork of our pals, the Tokyo Police Force. Maybe. Dom replied as he checked his watch. MC stood up. He wanted to know what Dom knew and wasn't telling. Suddenly, the wall on the right of the alley bust open and a body came flying through it. Like the entire brick wall? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Chip spat out the blood in his mouth. He had never gotten used to the taste of his own blood and he didn't like it. It meant his opponent had hurt him. MC dragged his fellow ninja up. Ooh, so we've kind of crossed over in these two little stories that are happening right now. Look at this. You disappear for a week, and then I find you in an alley with two dead bodies. Ooh, MC saw Chip was breathing heavily, and that he had numerous cuts and bruises over his face. Only you didn't do this. No. Chip replied. Those men. She said as she stepped out of the wall Chip had just been thrown through. They are still here. I thought the authorities would have moved them by now. Harato. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, maybe do that line again in more of your Evangelina voice. I don't it is her. have an Evangelina <laughs> voice. Can you do Louise for a sec? No, do her voice. Just hey uh, guys, I I used to be a ninja, but now I'm not. I'm really low like fat sex. butter. Low fat butter. There you go. They're still here. I thought the authorities would have moved them by now. Slipping back into Harata is just going to have to do. And kind of started as Jay as yeah. well. <laughs> You'd think we'd be better at voice acting by now. <laughs> Friend of yours? MC asked. Chip shook his head and MC let go of him. The two ninjas spread out and faced the mysterious woman. MC noticed she was quite attractive. <laughs> First thing he knows. <laughs> Not that... Or she has two heads <laughs> and several feet. And somehow has managed to punch a man through a wall. 
MC noticed she was quite attractive, although he didn't go for blondes, personally. <laughs> God. His mind jumped back to his brunette girlfriend, Tifa. He hadn't been there for her much lately, but he had been busy. MC came back to reality and the woman in front of him. Vampire? He asked Chip. In the middle of the day? Dumb questioned. Must be related to Ryan. <laughs> it just takes ten years to burn in the sun. <laughs> right. MC corrected himself. So... What is she? I don't know. Chip replied, obviously hurting. She just attacked me. Careful, she's strong. I like that they're having this conversation while she's just stood there. Yeah. Like she hasn't attacked anything like that. She's just stood there with her two heads and her two left feet. <laughs> <laughs> really attractive, but a magnificent looking. Probably trying to get lined up, right? <laughs> she's just cranking that dun 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 Fucking hell. Evangelina's voice again. Do you know? Do you? Do you not? Tina! <laughs> uh, I feel you, you gave me a look that sort of indicated I got it at some point. You start in the middle there, you had it. You went at the start, you were Harato, you ended at J. It's in the middle. None of the, I'm not cutting any of this out, by the way. I'm pulling back the curtain this episode. <laughs> and maybe if I start low and just raise the higher in pitch as I go, like, just go up and down. Do you know a person? <laughs> That's Evangelina's <laughs> voice now. We're committed. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Here we go. It's because it, it, the two <laughs> heads are both speaking. And they kind of take over mid-sentence. Oh, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You've got, You've got another line after. Oh, fucking hell. Do you now oppose me? <laughs> she asked MC. We fight for the same thing. Nope. <laughs> Do it again. Low fat butter. Low fat butter. Do the higher thing. Which one? The one where you go up. We fight for the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh I really, really hope she has some massive monologue at some point. <laughs> no. You have to get my We will both die. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, well, in case you missed that, listeners, um, she's she's asking MC if she, he opposes her, but apparently they fight for the same thing. I think you're going to need to translate after the end so, of yeah. everything. We'll need some sort of audio subtitles for your voice. <laughs> MC couldn't be bothered to think of a clever and witty comeback, so he just went with a sudden burst of violence. He did a 360 degree spin and connected to the woman's head. It only knocked her back a few feet. But when the sort of muggers in the alley had slapped her, she fell all the way down. They so were very powerful muggers. <laughs> Ninja muggers. Oh, God, she's got another line. She's got so many lines. <clears throat> I will not fight you! <laughs> <laughs> I will not fight you, she said. <laughs> Chip leapt forward, but she just eased him over her head and to the floor. MC threw a punch. She caught it and released a punch of her own, sending MC back. Liar. He said. And it's not wrong. (laughs) She did say she wouldn't punch him. All he did was punch her. (laughs) Chip got back to his feet and they moved around her again. The sound of the gun firing sent both MC and Chip to the deck for cover. The woman followed. Her big blue eyes closed. Her big blue attractive (laughs) eyes. Magnificent (laughs) eyes. All four of them. (laughs) I feel like she got five. Just one in her throat or yeah. something. Dom 
put the gun back under oh, his coat. Oh, nice. John was packing. I bet it was like an antique musket or something they had in the <laughs> shop. What the hell was that? MC asked. This tranquilizer could put an elephant down. I will explain, but first we need to get her to a safer and quiet place. The mansion? Chip said. Dom nodded in agreement. Who is she? MC didn't like this at all. Especially didn't like doing the voice. (laughs) Her name is Evangelina, and if we don't get her to your home soon, you'll have to fight her again, as I don't have any more darts. Not very well prepared, Dom, is he? Like <laughs> Better prepared than the ninjas. Some sort of like really powerful being has rocked up, which he apparently knows back, and he's bought one trank dart to take her out. To be fair, he didn't know it was Evangelina, right? Like, he wasn't sure what it was about. I mean, he's got a gun with a trank in it. I mean, Dom maybe seems like he knows... Maybe he just carries it by default now. <laughs> and we wouldn't really blame Chip, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, but I don't know. I feel like Dom... He knows her name. Yeah, true. And we finally know now that it true. was Evangelina. True. I mean, it's been a mystery this entire episode. <laughs> Chip turned to walk on. Hey. MC called out. I know you think this Houdini act is working for you, but don't you want to know who she is? Chip looked at the woman's lifeless body and felt something inside. Remorse. My God, he's gotten an emotion. (laughs) I hope it's not the same as his compassion. (laughs) He nodded his head. He didn't want to go back to the mansion yet. He still had things he needed to work out, but he couldn't help himself. He was more than curious. And that's where we're going to leave part one of Evangelina. Well, MC, what did we think of this episode? Um, uh, well, um, I really... Punch your throat. <laughs> it's better than the one. But, like, the one I could get a consistent voice for, it's the uncertainty yeah. that gets me. I, I need to listen to, like, the first line when I manage to get the voice right <laughs> again and again and just practice it, I think. Because, again, pulling the curtain back, if we have a new character, yeah. we'll have a little discussion off the mic about yeah. what the voice is going to be and how we're going to do it. And, and then, then whatever we nail we... it. First Every time. time, yeah. I mean, look at Scoot and like yeah. everything like that. Like, it was fine, wasn't it? Um, but yeah, this... <laughs> apparently, I hope there's no more female characters, because not that I'm good at writing them anyway, so it'll be great for me if there's no more, as long as they're beautiful and magnificent. Um, but trying to do different voices for female characters is pretty difficult, We just I guess. do a high voice, basically. Yeah, or sort much. of high and kind of breathy whisper for Tifa. <laughs> I did a kind of chavvy one for Steph. Oh, that was good. Yeah. Uh, and that's all the female characters. That's it. That's all there is. <laughs> Sorry, voice actresses. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so Evangelina has turned up. She's a new character. Mm. Uh, we don't know anything about her. She's quite mysterious, very yeah. powerful. Yeah. Has come after Chip. Yeah. But we don't know anything else about her. So that's true. We always say the part ones of these episodes are the big setup for part two. As yeah. Well, the action. Yeah. But we had a bit of action here with MC and Chip fighting her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't take her down. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious to see what she's all about. Mm. And whether or not Tifa is going to tell MC about the pregnancy, is it going to be one of those TV tropes where she just drags it out all season and then in the last episode she's like, Oh my god, I'm pregnant! Oh, oh that's a woman's voice we could do in the future. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah. There won't be any more female characters in this series because I was a terrible person as a 15 year old. <laughs> and I, I want to know, I feel like Dom knows more. I yeah, feel like... oh, absolutely. I mean, he knows her name. Yeah, which is a big thing anyway, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like he's got his fingers in many wizardy magician pies, and he knows more than his... And he's basically Shino Khan now. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> we needed that character that sends him off on missions and who can explain things that don't make any sense. And doesn't tell them everything for some <laughs> mysterious reason. And just carries a big musket tranquilizer gun. 
Well, if you've got any theories as to who Evangelina is and what's going to happen and about her voice, um, there's numerous ways in which you can get in touch. You can find us at Facebook, where we're at facebook.com slash howiripptoffpodcast. And we are, of course, on Twitter at How I Ripped Off. And if this is your first time listening and you have absolutely no idea what's going on, but you're semi-curious to find out, you can find all of our previous episodes, our entire back catalogue, on SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes and YouTube. And it won't make any more sense after you've listened to it all. Uh, but when you finish listening to the entire back catalogue, um, please leave us a rating and a review on something. No, I'd recommend doing it now. Don't bother listening no, to it to the point that's where you're like, true. wow, this is really bad. If you somehow have a good impression of us right now, don't hesitate. If leave you have a any remorse for the homeless, <laughs> leave five stars. <laughs> Every star <laughs> provides one cardboard box and one blanket for someone sleeping on the streets today. Oh, that was in poor taste. <laughs> I know. Oh, oh, that was really awful. Oh dear, we're not getting any good reviews out of this. <laughs> but everyone, it's still lockdown. We're all mm. still, you know... <laughs> not doing all the things we want to do so make mm. sure you're staying safe physically mentally emotionally make sure you're happy uh, happy and well don't let it turn you you evil no you, you definitely don't want that and if you are struggling at all our inboxes and all the things we just mentioned are always open mm. just come and say hello come and yell at us come and yell at 15 year old me for being yes. a terrible human being i deserve it and we'll see you next time for evangelina part two <laughs>